0: the grace and love of our lord and savior be with us always amen the word of god we want to consider today is again our epistle reading for this past sunday which was the third sunday after the epiphany the wise men coming to worship the infant jesus is the epiphany epiphany day but our reading is from first corinthians chapter 7 verses 29 to 31 where The Apostle Paul was inspired to write, What I mean, brothers, is that the time is short. From now on, those who have wives should live as if they had none. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. Those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep. Those who use the things of this world as if not engrossed in them. For this world in its present form is passing away. My dear friends in Christ, after the Apostle Paul was encouraging us to remember who we are because the time is short, well, after giving that encouragement, the Apostle Paul next seems to be saying something that appears quite strange and maybe even contradictory in most of First Corinthians chapter seven. Paul is talking about how God wants us to live, God's will for us if we're married or if we're not married. Then he writes, from now on those who have wives should live as if they had none. Is Paul telling us here that we're supposed to forget about the marriage relationship? No, but he's reminding us here that we're part of a much more important relationship than marriage or family. And that, of course, is our relationship with our God. Jesus said, anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. See, now, Paul isn't telling us to forget about our marriage relationship or our family. He wants us to be good husbands, wives, parents, children. He wants us to be good believing children of God, but he's telling us that our love for God should come first in our lives. Remember how God tested Abraham? after many years of waiting Abraham and Sarah finally had Isaac that, that long-awaited son the son who was the one through whom the promises of God were going to be fulfilled when Abraham was a hundred years old he finally got that son and then some years later after he was blessed with that son Well, what God did is God told him to sacrifice his son, Isaac. Abraham was ready to sacrifice him because he loved God more than he loved his son. Of course, we know how the story did go there. God didn't have him actually sacrifice the son, but he wanted Abraham to realize the most important relationship in his life and he wants us to realize the most important relationship in our lives as well. Paul continues, those who mourn should live as if they did not, those who are happy as if they were not. Paul isn't telling us here that it's wrong for us to be happy or sad. God did create us as emotional Creatures as emotional beings, and because we're the emotional beings that we are, well, we're going to be happy in our successes, and and we're going to be mourning or sorrowful when we have shortcomings or problems in this life. Oh, for example, when someone would be sick, or or the death of a loss of a loved one. Oh, four years ago already. Hardly seems possible that it's that long. Four years ago, that's when my mom and, and Ruth's dad were called home to heaven. And of course, we were saddened with their leaving us. We all ha- will have our times of sorrow and pain in this life, and, and we'll also have those times of joy. But God doesn't want us to get so wrapped up in the joys or the sorrows of this life that we forget about God and the sorrow and the joy that we have in him. As God's children, we are saddened, definitely saddened by our sins because our sins are what made it necessary for Jesus to suffer and die as he did, to endure the hell that he did for us. But we also have the greatest joy that there could possibly be in knowing that since he did die and did pay for our sins, well, we're forgiven and we're heirs of heaven. We're going to heaven. Well, I said before, Ruth and I are filled with sorrow at the loss of our loved ones, but we're also filled with joy to know that my mom and her dad and her mom, of course, as well, too, that they're with the Lord Jesus in heaven right now. Their aches and pains, they're gone. They have eternal joy. Paul said, Those who buy something should live as if it were not theirs to keep. Those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed by them the temptation to love money and things more than we love God is perhaps one of the greatest temptations that we deal with in this life. One of the greatest temptations that Satan uses against us. That's why it's so important for us to remember that really we really own nothing in this life. Everything that we have Well, God gives us the opportunity to have those things in this life, but everything really is God's. He gives us the opportunity to use our possessions during this lifetime. So what we'll want to always keep on asking us is, is God pleased with how I'm using the things that he has given to me? Would God rather that I use my possessions in a different way than I'm currently using them to to serve God, to serve my family, my fellow man. I have said that temptations, they're all around us. And we need to remember that temptations are all around us. Temptations that Satan is going to use to try to get God out of the proper number one position that he should have in our lives. So Paul is saying to us today, don't be taken up or consumed with the affairs of this life, including even the marriage relationship. Intimate and absorbing as it is, the marriage relationship, the marriage commitment, cannot and dare not, usurp our commitment and our devotion to our Lord. Nor can the sorrows and the joys of this life or our businesses or our possessions, none of those things will want, none of those things to take the place of our heavenly treasure. We dare not try to get everything that we can from this life lest we forfeit the eternal inheritance for those temporary earthly pleasures and treasures. In the hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, Martin Luther caught the Apostle Paul's meaning in our reading when he said, And take they our life, goods, fame, child and wife, let these all be gone. They yet have nothing won, the kingdom ours remaineth. So remember who you are because temptations are all around us. Don't let the things of this life get between you and your God and the life to come. Always be close to the Savior, your most important relationship. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us always to remember who we are because temptations are all around us. You sent your Son to be our Savior, to pay for our sins, and you send your Holy Spirit to make us your believing children and heirs of eternal life in heaven. Help us to remember who we are and that temptations are all around us so we are ready for when our short time in this life is over so that by your grace we are with you forever in heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.